0: Okay. Good morning, everyone. This is Judge Lopez. Today is February 28th. I'm going to call the 9 a.m. case of Alexander Jones, case number 2233553 here on a couple of applications to employ. Uh, Let me go ahead and take appearances and I'll start in the courtroom. If parties wish to make an appearance at this time, um, please hit five star. Uh, and as soon as I finish with the courtroom, I'll then turn to the phone. Thank you.
1: Good morning, Your Honor. How in for the U.S. Trustee and my colleague, Jason Ruff, should be in one of those boxes in front of you.
0: I found them. Thank good, you. Good morning. Okay. Here's a 214 number.
1: Good morning, Your Honor. Vicki Driver, on behalf of Mr. Jensen
0: Okay. Good morning, Ms. Driver. Here's a 202 number. All right. There's a 202 last three digits 960.
1: Sorry, Your Honor. That was me. I was on mute. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to take myself off. Good morning. Jason Ruff of the Ostrusky's office. Okay.
0: Good morning. Here's a 212 number.
1: That might be me, Your Honor. Sarah Browner, Aiken Gump, on behalf of the committee.
0: Good morning, Ms. Browner. Okay, a 512.
1: Uh, Your Honor, Steve Lemon on behalf of PQPR.
0: Good morning, Mr. Lemon. And here's a 210 number. Well, San Antonio. Good morning, Your
1: Honor, Ray Battaglia for Free Speech Systems.
0: Good morning, Mr. Battaglia. Okay. Mr. Driver, oh, I've got one more. I apologize. Here's an 832 number.
1: Uh, Jared Martin and Avi Motionberg for the Texas Planets.
0: Good morning. Good morning. Okay. Uh, Ms. Driver, why don't I turn things over to you?
1: Hey, thank you, Your Honor. Um, this morning we just have a couple of um, applications to employ counsel in the Texas matters. Um, Docket number 138 is the application to employ Martin, Desiree, Jefferson, Wisdom, LLP, as um, appellate counsel in the Texas uh, litigation matters. Um, We filed that application on the 7th of February, um, and it was accompanied by the declaration of Mr. Martin. Mr. Martin is here uh, if uh, anyone has any questions for him. Um, Just for the record, no one has uh, reached out with any comments, concerns, or issues related to this or the other application to be employed that is up for today. Um, Your Honor, these are uh, made under 327 E. Mr. Martin's firm is going to serve as Appellate Counsel. Um he's doing his firm is doing some work now in the post trial issues in the Heslin matter. You may recall that via uh, Docket number fifty eight the SAI has been listed in that matter and that is currently moving through post trial um motion practice and will be moving through the appellate process and absent any other um, agreement by the parties. Okay. Thank you. Um, Go ahead. Uh, Your Honor, the rates here right are just um very um very rational rate. Mr. Martin um, and his partner are charging far 25 an hour. Um, that goes down to $195 an hour for Junior Associates. So we go $145. Um, per paragraph 13, their firm was not owed anything as of the petition date, um, uh, uh, The paragraph 13 of Mr. Martin's declaration. Um, and so uh, this will also help, uh, Your Honor, Mr. Jones. This is the same counsel that FSS has employed uh, for the same tasks in the FSS case. This will help us start to chip in on that 50% um, that Your Honor had expected us to pay prior to Mr. Jones's bankruptcy. Um, uh, Your Honor, I would um, ask to admit Exhibit Two, which is both, which was uh, filed at Docket Number 179-2, which is Mr. Martin's declaration. Um, even though it is under 327E, he did run all of the same parties for his complex and connection System, and then did not have any complex or connections other than, of course, representing FSS in the related matters.
0: Okay submitted.
1: Um, Your Honor, um, I would uh, submit that um, absent any um, objection or any other questions by Your Honor or any other party here, um, we just simply request that uh, Mr. Martin's application to be employed be granted. I would note there's no deviation from the interim um, interim compensation and fee app uh, procedures that would apply under 330 and our interim our interim comp procedures uh, that were entered in this case as well. So. Okay.
0: Let me ask: Does anyone wish to be heard in connection with Mr. Martin's firm's uh, retention application? Uh, let me just hear. Just I can just get a thumbs up or verbal confirmation that the trustee is okay with the proposed form of order in this uh, this application.
1: Yes. Good morning, Your Honor. I'll, I'll take that one. Um, I actually uh, Miss Driver and I actually communicated last week, and I just confirmed to her that the form of order. Uh, was satisfied to the uh, trustee's
0: office, so we don't have any opposition. Okay. Um, I, so the application's at docket number 138. Uh, the court is familiar with Mr. Martin's firm and his role, um, as Mr. Driver alluded to in connection with the FSS case, the related case here, and, and the work that uh, uh, Mr. Martin's firm uh, is going to, to work on. I've reviewed the application. Um, take comfort that the trustee has, has reviewed it. Um, and, and we had a committee uh, at the time of the uh, the time the application was filed. So I take comfort with those uh, two things. I've also done an independent review of the application, and I'm comfortable that it satisfies the requirements of Section 327E. I've reviewed the proposed form of order, uh, and I'm going to grant the application. So, um, where do we go next,
1: uh, Your Honor? That brings us to uh, docket number 139. Um, this one is just very, very similar to Mr. Martin's. The only um, sort of uh, wrinkle we have here is that the renewal firm um, was not sitting on a retainer at the time of our filing, um, and did request a post-petition retainer. Um, it's a fairly modest retainer of $50,000. Um, we did um, sort of recite the um, requirements for a post-petition retainer. Uh, we got no comments from um, U.S. trustee or the uh, committee, uh, the committee on this on this issue. Um, the Rangel firm, um, as as we noted uh, is is employed in the FSF case. Um, this will allow them to continue to do what they're doing in the Haslund matter, and in the event that the proposed motion for release uh, filed at one thirteen set later this month is granted, um, we will obviously be needing a lot more of their help, um, and there will be a lot more fees associated if that motion is granted. Um, but uh, that is, Your Honor, one of the biggest reasons they need a retainer at this point is that um, in the event they are required to gear up for that trial, that's just going to be uh, an incredibly onerous undertaking. Um, they will be stay- staying on uh, once the Martin Firm really takes over as most of the council, counsel, but they will be taking direction of um, the Martin Firm, so that will um, alleviate any issue related to any duplication of efforts there. Um I do believe that the uh, general uh, rate is $800 per hour. They do have, I believe, an associate that goes at $400 an hour, and they will as well follow all interim comp uh, uh, order procedures as well as the FIAP procedures that are set outside in 330.
0: Okay. Um, Ms. Bronner, uh I'll start with you on this one. I want to hear. sounds like the committee is okay with, with this application. Is that right?
1: Yes, Your Honor, we are.
0: Okay. Mr. same
1: yes your honor i can confirm US trustee has no
0: opposition to this one either okay um so this application was filed at docket number 139 and involves the reynal law firm and again the court has some familiarity uh with the scope of work that the uh reynal firm was retained in the fss cases to do uh and the application the work in the application in this case uh largely mirrors that that work there so um Oh, I take comfort um, that the committee has looked at it and that the U.S. Trustee's Office has also looked at it. Uh, the court has also conducted an independent review of the application, and I'm comfortable um, that it satisfies the requirements of Section 327E. I think the post-petition retainer um, is 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 appropriate uh, under the circumstances, and, and I'll approve it. I've reviewed the proposed form of order, um, and I'm okay with it, so I will sign the proposed form of order as well. So, with that, I believe I will then turn to Miss Browner. I believe, Miss Browner, I believe we you've got the last one.
1: That's right, Your Honor. Again, for the record, Sarah Browner, Aiken Gump on behalf of the committee. I believe the only item remaining is Nardello's retention application. Um, they are intended to serve as specialized forensic financial advisor to the UCC. The application was filed on February 6th of this year at Docket Number 136 with the declaration at 136-2. We filed this morning, just a few moments before the hearing, a certificate of no objection, um, which indicates that all parties have consented or not objected to the relief requested, including the U.S. trustee and the debtor. Um, The court will see that as an attachment to the CNO, We filed a slightly modified proposed form of order, which reflects certain informal comments from the debtor, consistent with comments that the debtor made to Aiken Gump's retention application. Mm -hmm. And unless the court has any questions, we would simply ask that the court enter the order.
0: Okay. Does anyone wish to be heard in connection with this application? Okay. I do note this application was filed at docket, let me make sure I've got it right, at 136 um, to retain. uh, the UCC to retain a specialized forensic financial advisor. Um, uh, there have been no objections that have been filed. Um, I did note, and did get a chance to review uh, the the CNO and the, the modified language. i uh, got no problem with it. I did conduct an independent uh, review of the application and I do find that it satisfies the requirements under the bankruptcy code and so I'm going to Sign uh, the proposed form of order um, that was at docket number 181.
1: Thank you, Your Honor.
0: Okay. Um, Mr. Robert, I just, since I've got you here, is there anything else you wanted to talk about today?
1: Uh, no, Your Honor. Um, we, we do expect to file one more application to employ uh, Norm Pattis' firm um, for the Connecticut case. Um, I don't know if, this, if the FSS case has done that yet. Um, if not, uh, Mr. McTagri and I will coordinate and spell that at the same time. Um, but that that one also um, is moving forward and so we will need to um, have counsel to handle those issues. Um, and that that should be forthcoming. Um, other than that, your Honor, we continue to work to resolve the motion for relief from stay and we'll keep the chambers apprised if there's any uh, movement there um, for that hearing coming up on the twenty second. Okay.
0: Uh anything from the committee? Nothing further, Your Honor. Thank you. Okay. Anyone else wish to address the court at this time? So I I just had one question, um, and since you're here, Ms. Driver, you, maybe you can answer, but it's certainly something. Um, and so it has to do with – I did see that the schedules were filed, um, and I did note that in a couple of places it noted that there was an appraisal to be completed um, and I believe it's in schedule AB. Uh, there were numerous trusts where the information simply listed unknown. I was wondering if you could provide me some additional color. Uh, if there is a, an appraisal going on, when, when do you expect the appraisal to be completed? And if there's any additional work that's going on, uh, to determine, um, or what the unknown meant, I should say, with respect to the trust. I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm understanding what is meant by that word.
1: Thank you, Your Honor. I'm happy to elaborate. First of all, on the appraisal, we were just having um, a bit of trouble locating a company that would come in and do just sort of an inventory and an estate appraisal of the contents of the home. Um, we had, we did. I had an associate that graciously did some searching and found someone in Austin that did give us a proposal. We're finishing up the agreement with them, and hopefully they can uh, be down in Austin week after next um, or even next week to start that. Um, So I would expect that that would be completed, you know, uh, mid to late of March, Um, as well as the the trust. um, It's quite difficult to figure out um, what some of these trusts own, um, we have had. Um, we have done some additional. There were some uh, amendments that we anticipate making to those that we were able to gather between the fort between when we filed the schedules and the um, 341 meeting, um, and that, that was to give some bank balances on some of the trusts that we were able to locate. Um, we're also doing some uh, what what I would consider limited real estate um, searches, trying to find what we can online. Um, to see if there's any real estate that's located in Texas. Um, fortunately, with Nardello being on board, um, our um, financial advisors, Blackbriar, um, are going to start having weekly calls with them, and to the extent that they, with their resources, they have the forensic ability to find anything additional. We most certainly want to include that. Um, there was some, there was some um, uh, discussion of the fact that there needed to be um, sort of a fulsome round of amendments after this initial filing. Um, and we have talked with the uh, committee about that. I believe they'll be filing a motion um, that's, that's termed a motion to compel, but we've been in communication about that and have agreed that um, we can provide those for some amendments by the 24th. And then the U.S. Trustee's office has rescheduled the continued 41 meeting for March 30th. Um, that's uh, one of the reasons for that delay is, is simply that there's a spring break in there that just, we, we just leave a lot of people. Um, but, uh, you know, we've, Blackbriar and my office have not stopped digging, um, and so we continue to dig um, on a pretty much a daily basis, trying to locate um, any other assets that are that are owned by this trust, simply because trusts aren't really always filed a record and in some sort of official place. We've talked to no less than six attorneys and far more than six non-attorney professionals trying to locate all, every single trust and figure out what every single trust owns. And so um, we feel like we're starting to get to what I would consider the final layers of the onion. Okay. Sounds like... May I be heard briefly, Your Honor, in respect of Ms. Driver's comments?
0: Uh, Yes, absolutely. Just state your name for the record. Thank
1: you. Sure. Sarah Browner, Aiken Gump, on behalf of the committee again, just to echo what Ms. Driver said, she is correct. We've been in communication with the debtor regarding a number of concerns and blanks that we noticed in touch with the United States trustee, we reached out to your chambers this morning and left a message just to try to get some time on your calendar. Um, We conferred with both the U.S. trustee and the debtor and proposed, subject to the court's availability, perhaps a very brief hearing on the 8th um, to discuss a motion that, as Ms. Driver mentioned, is forthcoming. It is filed as a motion to compel simply to set a deadline by which the amended schedules and statements will be filed. Um, and some bells and whistles around that um, in terms of disclosures that will be required to be made. So if the court is amenable, we would request just a brief hearing on the 8th, or as soon thereafter, as the court can see us to discuss the motion that should be filed in the next couple days.
0: Again, without seeing it, um, but I do have time, Um, probably the afternoon of the 8th. Um, If anyone's just looking at my just looking at my calendar, but again, please confirm with my case manager because she'll know of other things that I probably said yes to that I, <laughs> um, she'll, she'll know for sure a, a time that works, but it's from, from what I can tell, you know, from one o'clock onwards. And I'm, I'm sure after this hearing, you'll, you'll, you'll hear from someone or shortly thereafter. Okay.
1: Of course, Your Honor. All right. Thank
0: you. So it sounds like things are progressing on, on that end. And I appreciate the, uh, the additional. Clarifications, righty, anything else we need to talk about today?
1: Not from my perspective, your honor, thank you
0: All righty, folks. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Thank you
1: yeah.